Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Oh Heck No, a Naked and Afraid podcast. I'm Malu Beyonce, and yes, that's my real name. But Debbie's not here, so I got a special guest, y'all. Because she's on vacation, so I asked the sexy, chill Mike to join us. Um, I usually like it wet. So. Yeah, oh, that's going to be it. <laughs> I'm going to be playing that over and over, y'all. Yeah. He usually likes it wet, and that was not me, that was him. Oh my God. People are going to recognize you. You look so good. Oh my gosh. You look even younger. How old are you again? 38. Oh my God. Just so young. Um, so tender. But whatever. We're going to get right into it. Okay. How have you been? The reason why I'm out here doing this challenge is, you know, I've had some adversity in my life. I have always been determined to come out bigger, better, faster, stronger, and not let the things that have happened to me in my past affect me now. How have you been? I've been good. Um, I've been real, real busy. Um, it's uh, just, you know, between life and, you know, trying to keep up with this new season and seeing all the craziness that's happening online, um, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit. Yes. But uh, it, it's been fun. It's been fun. Everything's going real good. Health is good. Uh, business is doing really, really well. Um, so, yeah. I've been watching your, you know, your Instagram posts. I don't know if some of you are, I don't know if it's you post them or some of your business partners, but they're looking good. All right. Good, good. Yeah. No, um, my, one of my partners, she's actually never used Instagram before. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And so she started doing it and it seems to be doing really well. Well, so props to her. She's um, doing really good. How do they get to the, to your, to your boat? Well, I mean, really what they do is they can either, you know, walk up because the water's so shallow. You know, it's only, you know, knee deep, waist deep sometimes, depending on the tide. Uh, But otherwise, you know, we have the QR code on the side of the boat so they can scan the menu with their phone. Food is made, then I show up and I deliver it. And then um, he delivers the food, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, that would be freaking crazy. If I order some food and you brought me food, I'll be like, uh, (laughs) have you been recognized? I have. I have. Um, And how do you feel? I get recognized pretty often. It's it's pretty uh, wild. Um, it's yeah. kind of weird. I'm not uh-huh. used to that. But um, it's fun. You know, they're just like, hey, you know, you're familiar. Where do I know you from? And I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe the water. And uh-huh. like, no, I saw you on, on, you were in the desert. And I was like, <laughs> I was in Africa. <laughs> you're like, dang it. <laughs> okay, I have yeah. a funny story to share with you. Tell me. So once I was in Houston. Okay. And I went to a Taco Bell, which I never do, but I went to a Taco Bell and I ordered my food and I got to the window and they recognized me from being on the news in Houston. Mm. And I got so nervous. People think I'm confident. I got so nervous that I literally drove off without my food. I paid for it and then I drove off. They were like, it's Malu. <laughs> and then I was too embarrassed to go back and get the food. Why? So, they probably would have given it to you for free anyway. They oh know my, you. <laughs> I had already paid for it. I was so nervous. But let's get into some real controversy. My shyness is not controversial. It's just a fact of life. It's Last okay. one standing. Do you like it or do you not like it? Okay, so I have to do a disclaimer. Uh-oh. Because I didn't watch the whole thing through until this past week. Okay. And that was only because I was watching what was going online, you know, what was happening. And it was kind of blowing my mind. So I was kind of like, you know what? I want to see how this plays out and see the people's opinions um, before I actually sit down and watch it. Because then I would have, you know, a different way of looking at what's happening. And honestly, my mind's blown away. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's what they're saying online. You know, 
I get some of their points. I don't see some of their points. You know, I'd like to defend some of these um, competitors. And then sometimes you just can't because they are just so in the wrong. But then are they? Or are they in the wrong? Okay. So I'm going to give you my quick breakdown. Okay. The first 21 days, Jeff was wrong. The first 21 days, he was wrong because it was not a competition yet. It was about surviving. And I think that's the way they did the show. So the way that he's playing the first 21 days, even if he didn't know the people, Mm -hmm. I think he should have been less obvious and been more sharing. Yes. But now that 21 days is over, hey, whatever. You know, it's it's funny that you say that because... I think all of them went in with a little bit different of a mindset. You know, I think they knew in the back of their heads that it was a competition. I don't really know that they knew how to deal with it right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was kind of a learning curve for everybody. And I think Jeff walked in there with this competitor mentality from day one. Right. Which There's nothing wrong with that. I read the rules of this challenge, okay? And uh, and it said last one standing, head-to-head competition. Right. Which There's nothing wrong with that. There's not. There's not. I just think that's who he is. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, he is just, he's only got a go button. Yeah. There is no chill, you know? Yeah. And so you saw it with Steven and it makes sense because I felt there was something wrong with Steven from the very beginning. He was not Mr. Stephen Lee, you know, he, he, he was different. And then when he came out and said, you know, I hurt, you know, like, I love you, man, but you are just, when you said, I've got to, thank you for me for you being nice like you know it broke his heart and then it made sense and that to me was upsetting this has been killing me i love you and you're my brother and i'm i'm seeing this side of you in this one at the beginning that has affected me on this challenge Mm -hmm. you know but he's been nothing but honest jeff yes he has he hasn't been sneaky he's been honest he has but Sometimes you gotta at least chill for a little bit before you go so hardcore, I guess, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. It's hard. It is, it is. You know, and again, is he wrong or is he not? You know, it's just how are you playing the game? Yeah, it's just how you're playing the game and some people don't like it. Well, what about how Steven played the game right there at the end with Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. I know, I know. I mean, everybody's got it, and then Stephen, you know, you're you're you've got these guys who've got big egos, and you know they know they're good. They are legends. They are, they've been around the block, you know, and and uh, it's gonna happen at some point in time, you know. It, it's, it's gonna happen. It's either you know you, you have to eat at some point. You have to dog somebody at some point. It's a competition. Unfortunately, but you said something interesting. You said dog. He dogged her, but he kind of didn't admit that he dogged her. No, I mean he did. He, he did. dogged her. He did. You know, and I would have dogged her too. If for a hundred thousand dollars, to I would be, you know, going down to Disney World to see you and taking my kids. I'm like, oh hell no! I'm about to run past her and get, you know, this final bone. So yeah, he dogged her, but he didn't say that he dogged her, and I think that's what's kind of rubbing people the wrong way. At least Jeff would have been like, yeah, I totally passed her up because I knew that my chance was almost over. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I mean, I I like. Sarah, I like all these competitors. You know, I like every single one of them. They're all great. You know, sometimes maybe their pairings weren't best. You know, okay. I felt, you know, um, but even if she got dogged, you know, like some other people have, I think Sarah did a great job. 
you know, um, she, she's been one who I have felt in the past episodes with her in them. Um, she hasn't been able to really shine or be fully understood, you know, by her partners and stuff like that. And I think she is great. I think she does bring a lot to the table. And I'm sorry that she did get dogged, but she had to have known at some point in time somebody was going to do it. Right. She was too innocent. She was not expecting it because Waz at first was like, oh, okay, this is her trail. I'll go find another one. Yeah. Do I think that would have come necessarily from Stephen? I don't know. It kind of, it hurts me because he was so sad about, you know, being hurt by his friend. And then, so I feel like, I don't know. I don't know why, you know I mean? I guess he yeah. just felt that it had to be done whether he thinks it was right or not. Uh, I'm feeling really by Stephen right now. That's what I'm feeling. But, you know, this is the competition. It's how it goes. I really wish things could have panned out differently. Yeah, so it is what it is. So Matt's hurt. So we're in episode eight. Matt's hurt. And I'm like, oh, man, man this is bad. What do you think? I mean, I, I, it's bad. I mean, he to go down in the water and to be in the water for so long. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're putting yourself in a position that could be really harmful to yourself you know if you get a cramp and you're in that water and you're against a rock i mean what are you, what are you really going to do it was dangerous yeah absolutely I it mean, was dangerous him doing that so i have a quote from steven yeah. um and steven said as a brother as a brother as a teammate i'm a little concerned um but I tell you what out of anybody out here he's my biggest competition he always has been so it just it changes the whole everything I could win this. Whole everything. They're going to push themselves harder. Well, he's talking about Matt being hurt. But if you really look at the episode, Mm -hmm. when he's saying it, it's a voiceover. And then they go to him saying it. But it's not the same day. He doesn't have the same war paint on. And I'll drop a picture here. So Mm -hmm. I think he's saying that because Matt's leaving. It could. That's what I think. Because you know how editing is. Oh, Hold on a second. What's your pussy's name? <laughs> well, this one's the male. His name is uh, Gray Grayman. Grayman? No, no, Grayman. G R E Y B. Why I screwed that up? <laughs> Grayman. Gray, and then B I M. B I M? No, N N as in Nancy. What kind of name is that, Mike? <laughs> I don't know. Graven, a girl named that cat, didn't she? It's like a nickname. It's a nickname. A girl named the cat, right? Uh, she helped. Oh, yeah, see, I knew it. A man, would, a man would not name a cat that. Okay, so I think Matt's going home because of his leg. Okay. And what everybody needs to look for is when Dan has his face really black, that's the day, that's when we know Matt's going home. Okay. You just have to, I know because I've been studying this. And he's crying. I'm convinced that I'm right, but I could be wrong. You very but well you know, know, you know about editing. Editing, they do some really tricky stuff. Editing's a bitch. Yes. <laughs> so, editing's a you bitch. know personally. I do. I yes. do, and I know better now. So. Yeah, you know better now. So when you come back, you'll be you'll be better equipped for it. And we're going to talk about that at the end. Yeah, at the end. I do. Tell me that, about. Go ahead. I, I do feel that Matt has a great. There is a possibility of him leaving, a great possibility of him leaving. I think he he's he's also been one who I feel has been a little bit different um, this go around. I don't feel like he's been his normal self. Um, I feel like a lot of them are like that, you know, and even with Jeff, Jeff, 
I feel he's he's different. I don't know. There's something just different about him in this, and I don't. I can't put my finger quite on it. I don't know if it's just because he doesn't care, and he's just in a competitive. Just I don't care. I got blinders on, you know. I don't know. Money. Maybe it's because of the money. I don't think $100,000 is a lot of money, personally. I mean, I I don't either. And, you know, it's hard to tell because, you know, you stalk some of them and you see what they're doing right now. And then you're Mm kind of like, well, they could have won it because they're doing this, this, and that. And that costs money to do. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit of that. Steven's selling pictures. Well, I don't think Steven would be selling pictures if he won Mm -hmm. (laughs) $100,000. Jeff is like, come to Alaska Mount Everest with me at $6,000. Get a loan on your house. He literally said that. Like, I think it's worth a mortgage. That's what he said. So I don't think he won based on the money-wise. Gary's at Goodwill buying shirts to sell. That's him, though. I mean, this guy. That is him. He would still totally do. You're 100% right. So I could be wrong about Gary, but He would buy Goodwill just for the amount of shirts that are in the building, just so he can put his stuff on it and get rid of them. Yeah. I think Gary, let's talk about Gary for a second. I think yeah. Gary has been the most amazing one thus far. I I haven't said anything about Gary yet, but I I love Gary. I've got to say, I mean, from the beginning, he's been sitting back, you know, he was watching, he was playing, then he kind of got involved. But unfortunately, I feel like he got burned a little bit because of his association with Jeff, you know, and I, I, don't, I think he's not quite getting it, but maybe now at the end of this episode, he's starting to get it. Yeah, I started Hopefully. to see that he's not part of the A team. Exactly. And then now Jeff's, you know, upset because he's over there talking to the A team. And it's like, yeah. so who, is he going to get left by himself? You know, is yeah, he get banished almost? Oh, you're so smart. Sexy and smart. <laughs> oh, my God. So this give me one, your opinion as a survivalist. And. Yeah. Was it okay for Gary to eat the berries and not share? He ate, like, the mulberries? Yeah. Um, you ask some people, they're going to say yes. You ask some people, no. Me, personally, um, I mean, they shared everything. I feel like it's an uncommon or uh, uh, unspoken thing, even though they kind of have spoken about it. Mm-hmm. I think if there was a, a good amount of them, yeah, he should have shared them. I think if it was just two or three, and that's really what it was, take it, eat it, whatever. Yeah. We'll never know because they're not going to show it. Exactly. Could you tilt your camera down a little bit? Because I'm only only getting to right here. And I want to see. Oh, yes. There we go. We want to see more of you. (laughs) There we go. That's better. (laughs) Gary, he's in a bad spot. I do. I do think he, his, his tactic is not. It's not wrong. His strategy is really great because he was playing the neutral card among everybody because he knew there's a possibility that they're going to have to merge with their enemies. And so, yes. he, yeah, so I don't, I just, that merge came a little too late. Mm-hmm. If he got burned already. Yeah. He got burned. And, and speaking about burn, did you see the burn on his back? Yes. I, what? Did. I mean, he's sleeping way too close to the fire. I, I know in, in my case you get like blotchy, almost mm-hmm. like blotchy, and then it turns into like a scaly kind of like dry spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I, I had that, but his looked really, really like burned. Yeah, it was yes. bad. Um, I'm a little confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused it, and it, concerned. 
And yeah. that I hope I get to talk to Gary. He has something going on with his shoulder blade too. I don't know if you yeah, noticed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's broken his collarbone or something. He's like had that. to. Yeah, he's, he's, had he's to. definitely got a bar or something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely strong guy. He was bumping down those rocks, taking a beating. Um, I was real surprised, and right at the end when they were like, "Yo, he's drowning, he's drowning," and I was like, "That's because he's got like 700 pounds of animal hide on him." Exactly. You know? Oh, gosh, it was so crazy. Let's talk about the rafts. You brought up a good point. I think the instructions were confusing. Was the raft supposed to be for you to be on the raft or just to transport your stuff? What was your interpretation? I feel it was a little vague. It was vague. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would have been confused myself. But um, I guess in the long run, because you saw there were at points nobody on the raft, they were hanging on the raft. You know, both teams. Because they're both teams' rafts were bad. There was no way. One better than the other. (laughs) One better than the other one. But when the A team made their raft, which it was sexy. Not as sexy as you, but sexy, sexy. (laughs) They had it where they were in there paddling. I was like, why are they making paddles for? They're not going to be able to paddle down anything. No, they're they're not going to. And that was not big enough for four people. No, I, I don't. And I, I feel like that's, they could have been more specific, but I feel that even still with just the size of that one boat, um, the good boat, mm-hmm. it was too long. That was I too long. It was too long. The, those rocks, you know, when they're in rocks or in, you know, uh, uh, rivers with a lot of rocks like that, the proximity of them are close. They're at angles. You need to be able to turn and shift easy. If it's too long, your back end's going to get stuck on a rock while your front's, you know, on another one in another area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I like where they went with it. You know, they went with uh, a river, you know, river boat, kind of with a kayak or canoe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the smart thing to do. It was. It was. You know, versus having that big tank, you know, with all the logs and everything like that. And that, that's just, I mean, you saw how that went. But I think Gary knew it was going to be bad. I, I felt like he knew the entire time. But I've, was he in a position of where, I mean, they've only got two of them. It's only him and him and Jeff. You know, what are they really going to do? Yeah. They're not going to come up with something spectacular and with a limited amount of time. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. It's, it was, but okay, so they could have gotten killed. And yes. the Gary thing is saying, y'all go ahead. We're going to make sure we're far enough back from you so that tank doesn't hit them. That was true, right? Yes, yes. I mean, he was truly concerned the whole time. I mean, again, you've got this massive, you know, bunch of logs that's going to be a lot of weight. And, yeah, you get pinched in between a rock and that. I mean, you're you're not going anywhere, you know? Yeah. I mean, these river kayakers, we lose them all the time because, you know, they flip or they fall out of their kayak and then they're pinned underwater. Oh, my God. I mean, then it's game over. So, yeah, really dangerous. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they took that chance. Um, the, the producers, the, the producers, and the, and and Gary and Jeff. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they. You got to be realistic in some of this stuff, mm-hmm. man. You know, what I mean. So well, then I was start- really surprised that they had them do it at all. I mean, so they had the group, so they made them do it as a group because the managers were like, "Y'all realize if someone does get hurt, we're not going to be able to do both of them. We can't have them running into you know." So I think that was very smart, mm-hmm. but. It almost seemed, I'm glad nobody got hurt, but it almost seemed like that was too big of a risk for me. I I mean, I, I'd agree. I mean, I think that 
you know, a lot of us take these risks, you know, when we go out there and, you know, even with me, they didn't show what exactly happened, you know, editing and the time restraints and all that other stuff. Uh Um, They just show the bare minimum, you know, but I feel that, you know, in, in me and Jackie's experience, we had it really rough, you know, with those rhinos and the lions, um, you know, one of the top five, definitely, you know, uh, uh, dangerous moments, you know, that if everybody really knew about it, they would be like, you know, wow, why would you be out there? And I cannot believe that that rhino stuck its head all the way into your boma and y'all didn't catch all of it on camera. I just don't know that one in a million shot. I don't know how that happened. I'm so upset. could have, I, it blows my mind. I mean, I was the one thing besides my hike that I went on that I was looking forward to seeing. And, uh, it was a letdown not being able to see it, you know, but <clears throat> I don't think they caught it. Do you think they I, caught it on camera? I mean, the cameras were in the Boma at night, you know, they do have right. ones they leave with you. I mean, we didn't have our personal cameras to, or the diary cameras to grab because we were so scared. Right. And just out of reaction, you know, we're trying to light the fire. We're trying to do this. We're not Mm -hmm. trying to grab the camera and film. We're about to die. Uh, Yeah. You know, kind of deal. I'm sorry. I love y'all survivalists. Y'all know that I am not a survivalist. I am an armchair survivalist expert. But there is no way that I'm going to get in that, you know, rapids with a stick and possibly kill myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, even you got to really know what you're doing. You know, I mean, I wouldn't I would have cut my losses and gotten rid of some of my supplies if I was Jeff and Gary. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really kind of like, you know, I really hope that they understand there's a difference between, you know, like having too much and having just enough. Gary is the wild man. I'm yes. Sorry, but. I said from the very beginning, he takes too many chances. Oh my gosh. Okay. So please tell me what your definition of a bully is. Somebody who puts somebody down in a negative, continuous uh, manner, you know, whether it's for what they have, what they don't have. Yeah, just somebody who makes another person feel bad or, you know, while at the same time thinking that they're better, you know. uh, I think a bully can be used in many different ways, you know, but I think a general blanket would fall on that. It's really hard to use bully in a competition because – psychological warfare is a thing in a competition. So yeah. I don't think the word bully is appropriate in a competition. Yeah. I think, you know, psychological warfare, mind games is a better word to use. They're playing a lot of mind games or they're being mean, like, you know, not mean girls, but just mean. But bully, I think is a really, really tough word to use in a competition. Agree, disagree. I agree with you. And you're, you are, you're smart. You're a thinker. I mean, you're realistic. You're empathetic. Yeah, I, I try to be because I feel for every single one of these people. You know, Matt's talking a lot of, of a lot of smack, but I think that makes him feel good. And I'm like, hey, I, that's what you need to do in a competition. That's what he thinks he needs to do. I don't have a problem with it. And then Jeff does what he does. Yes. I think some mm. of them were a little stunted in the beginning because, you know, whether they're used to having a bow and getting big kills, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Matt, and then, you know, Steven, he's kind of, he thrives, I feel he thrives in groups when people work collectively and stuff, you know, that's where he shines, we see it in the XLs and we see, you know, Um, but then for him to be thrown back into this one-on-one situation, I kind of Mm -hmm. feel like he didn't really know what to do anymore in that situation, you know, and so he was very quiet, 
Um, so I, I just think it was a ringer for everybody. I don't, I don't, I mean, this is crazy. But we know that you don't get to see the show. What do you think Gary's gonna, or what do you think Gary felt when he heard Matt call them Tweedledee and Tweedledump? That's name calling that's behind your back. It's not <laughs> bullying because it's not to their face. This is something they're saying on the side that just gets caught by cameras. It's also reality TV, y'all. What do you think? What do you think he's going to think? Oh, I think it's going to go more personal. I mean, how can one not take it personal? If it's a competition, it's a competition, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then once you start name calling and doing those kinds of things and stuff like that, it's kind of like, eh, you know, and I would have liked to have seen a little bit more support when they were on the river and, you know, a team was off to the side waiting at the finish line and, mm-hmm. You know, the other team was coming up and they were struggling the whole time. And then they got into that really rough patch where they were both in the water, going under, coming up, going under. And they didn't really seem to care that much. And it was kind of like... Disappointing? Disappointing. Because, yes, even though this is competition, you guys still know each other. You know, all all of the, the contestants, they talk to each other, you know, on social media or in these group chats or things like that. So it's it's sad. What I was really attracted to and blown away by when I first, you know, got involved with all this naked and afraid stuff was the whole tribe that most people don't get to see. And everybody's having fun and conversations and doing campouts. And, you know, when they're in town, they're calling you from the airport saying, Hey, you have five minutes to come and meet me here. You know, like it's, it's, it's cool, but then it's hurtful to see this stuff on TV, but it is a competition. You knew what you were getting into. You signed the paperwork, you read the paperwork, hopefully, Mm-hmm. I hope everybody can heal and come together after the show's over. I mean, oh my God, it! I think it's really hard because you kind of heal after the show, but then the show comes on and you get to see these little things that people are saying behind your back. You're like, oh, then you know, you're hurtful. opening up the wound again. It's, hurt- it's hurtful. It's hurtful. It's, it's- it's hurtful. I know. I was called names. Yeah, you big baby. I, I didn't know. Yeah. When she called know. you a big baby, what did you think? <laughs> I mean, I I was honestly, I was kind of surprised. Really? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know she was that negative with me. I, you know, and then that's kind of when I was like, you know what, I got had, and mm-hmm. that's what it was. Is you yeah. know, I was too nice. I was mm-hmm. playing it as you know we need to support each other kind of thing. She had her own agenda, mm-hmm. which I get it's fair. Um, but it's two different styles of playing. yeah. Yes. Well, what about what when they were like, it's embarrassing when the, the A team was on the side they're like, it's embarrassing. Instead of being concerned, also, was anybody concerned? They, they also said they don't have skill. Yeah. They don't have this and you know, they have skill. They've done multiple shows. Uh, they cut it out. The editors cut out them showing them being concerned. It has I to be. I hope so. I hope so. And maybe you can get Steven on here or somebody who was in that group mm-hmm. to come on here and actually say, and I, I actually heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true now that we're talking about this, is that you're doing, you're hosting the reunion. <laughs> I was wondering what this was like. I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't know what you were about to say. <laughs> there is a rumor going around that after I get so, after me and Debbie get so many subscribers, we're going to go mm-hmm. naked and do the show. And okay. so that rumor is a rumor. Okay. I'm not getting naked. <laughs> tell me, tell me what I need to do, where I need to vote for it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. So, 
after they get on there and Gary, I mean, you can see before Gary even gets out the water, he's yelling at Matt, like, what's going on with your ego, man? Gary's smart. He knew that all the way back in the water that something was off. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think there was, I think there were some words there that might've gotten edited out, you know, and you hear the explanation for it, but you don't really, you never saw what really happened and what they're trying to explain. And it was that conversation between Gary and Matt. Okay. And I'd like to know what really happened there because was there taunting? Was there some, you know, shit talking? Yeah. What else? What else happened? But what I liked Waz. I, I mean, I did and I didn't like Waz. I liked how Waz was like, well, I didn't think your raft was good. And you didn't put in the hours. And which was really hard to say. To, I love it when people say what they really think. I give them props yeah. for that. Yeah. He, he, I got to give him props for that because, you know, it is, it is hard. It makes things awkward, especially in settings like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at first I didn't really know what to expect from him in this competition. You know, he was quiet. They kind of spoke for a moment. Then he got quiet again. You know, he's calculated. He's smooth. You know, his wheels are turning. You know, he is an honest person mm -hmm. and it's clear, you know, but then he, he's sneaky. Point, yeah, he started coming out a little bit more. He got a little bit more aggressive in the way that he talked. And so <clears throat> I think that there is a uh, competitor brewing in him that maybe oh, wasn't yeah. there before. So I think things are really going to start to take a turn here. <laughs> I know. I cannot wait. You're, it's every man for themselves. And I'd, I'd like to see how that's going to work out because they're – I think – Right, I'd like to see how that works out <clears throat> yeah. because of the fact of the way that they set it up. You're still in pairs or, you know, threes, mm -hmm. but it's every man by himself, you know, for himself. Right. How does that work? Because that's one of the things that are very different with this style of show or mm -hmm. competition or, you know, whatever you want to call it is <clears throat> they're forcing everyone to use different and many skill sets, mm -hmm. you know, by what you're finding, you know, the bows, um, the fishing items, you know, all these different things. You know, I like to bow hunt. I didn't bring one on mine. You know, what I've loved one, absolutely. There's um, nothing out there. Th exactly. Is. There was <laughs> nothing out there to begin with. So, um, but some of these things you don't get a chance. And even Jeff says it, you know, he's a hunter. He's a bow hunter. You know, he was taught by his grandfather or whoever. And he's never had the chance to actually do it, except he got a bow in his hands this time around. And he hasn't procured anything yet, but we'll see if that does come out and happen. Um, but you're getting these different curveballs. You have to use all these different things. And they're not um, thinking. Think ahead, y'all. It is. It's multiple challenges at the same time. You know, it's, it's the proximities of the camp. So when the other groups find something and they are flashy about it or they're not going to share it, it's going to piss the person off next to you, your neighbor. Okay. You know, and so and so. So I'd like to see what's going to happen because that's why I think it's really going to get ugly. Yeah. And Dan did a good job, too, by standing up and saying what he thought. Yes. He's like, don't like yes. the way you play the game. And he was the best. He was the most articulate. Yes, he was. I loved yeah. it. He's been quiet. I, I like Dan. Dan, in the beginning, uh, you know, I, I wasn't. It was another one. I wasn't sure how I was going to go about this this time around. And I like his energy. He's very, you know, like. Upbeat, let's go. Yes. Smiley, you know, um, great and teeth loving. out there too. Um, I don't know what he brushes with out there, but he's got good teeth. So <laughs> All these guys. 
So I don't think Dan's going to win because he, I don't think that he played competitive sports growing up. I think he seems more smart in the brain, which I think he's going to get towards the end. But you still have to have that competitive edge. And I don't think, I did not think Dan had it until I heard him tell Jeff that. So I don't know. He's starting to to flip on me a little bit. Dan's got skill. Yes. Let's see if he's got the competitive. Yes. And that's and that's the really slyness helpful. and sneakiness. I don't know if yeah. he has. I know he has snarky. I don't know yeah. if he has sneaky. They're two different yeah. things. They are. They are. Yeah. We'll so they're wait. not bullies. Nobody on here is a bully. No. Nobody's either. broken the rules. I don't believe so. Um, Jeff is not really that bad of a guy. He's just playing the game differently. You agree or disagree? Right? You agree with me, right? I agree with you on this. I. I I wish, you know, there's been so many conversations had with Jeff already, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't seem to get where these people are coming from, what they're trying to explain to him. They're not trying to talk badly about him, mm-hmm. just trying to help him. They're yeah. just trying to help him, you know, and I, I I, don't know. Nobody's done wrong. Nobody's a bully. Nobody's a bully. Nobody's done it's wrong. It's a competition. So, so for, who's going to win? I know you know. Who's going to win? I, I wish I knew. I just... I, okay, who I don't do you know. think is going to win? You know, I really wanted Gary to win. And then I feel like his chances went down because he got burned. And, you know, I just feel like we got to see a little bit different of a side of Gary this time around. You know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Wildman, Wildcard, Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, Nobody would expect Gary to win, I don't think. I don't think so. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Steven. Steven. All right. Yeah. I just go with I, Steven. I know there's a good guy in there. You know, oh, he's yeah. shown it in the past. He's shown it multiple times. Like, I think he's deserving of it. You know, mm-hmm. again, he, these guys have egos. Everybody's got egos. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it is a bad thing, mm-hmm. but these guys, you know, you've seen them before in the past, you know, like they are larger than life on TV screen and, you know, they have the skill set to be that way, and that's perfect. But he's really toned it down this time around. Yeah. And I can appreciate that a lot, and I think he's being forced to think differently this mm-hmm. time around. And I, uh, and I don't know if him and Sarah had the greatest partnership. No, I don't, I don't think so. But again, editing's a bitch. We don't really know what happens there. Well, the thing is, what the thing that makes me think that is the fact that their shelter was not a shelter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was drawings on the wall. They had to have a conversation about the shelters. And that shows me two people who aren't thinking alike. If you're getting along and you're both on the same page, you get it done. I wouldn't help build a shelter and do everything that exactly the way I wanted to if I knew the other person wasn't going to pitch in. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just overthinking it probably, but I don't know. So we'll see what okay. happens. I mean, do you think it could come down to both their skill sets? No. No. No, because Stephen complained to Jeff when they were partners about, he's like, dude, it's going to rain. And he got in a bad mood. And he's like, let's get this shelter together. So, I don't know. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I do feel that if, one, they're not motivated, or two, they just can't get it together enough to work cohesively, that they're not going to get the shelter done. But, yes, they just had twigs above their head. Gotta look at that. Yeah, that's what I agree. I, I totally There's think no. that's what it was. But... Um, I think this show would have been a hundred percent different if EJ would have been on the show. Yes, I do. 
Yes. I would have liked to see how that would have went. Yes. <laughs> because I feel like everything would be different. Everything would have been different. And then number two, I, I've said this multiple times. I don't understand why there's nobody of color, no brown, no black people that are on the show. I think if the black cowboy would have been on the show, you it might right. have been a lot of, I think there would have been more contention and because he keeps it real. He does. He does. I mean, they're, they're, that's actually a good question. I mean, I feel, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, why, I'm why? a minority. You're a minority, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need more people to step up. You know, we, you need to go back on the show so you can get on Last One Standing. Would you do Last One Standing? I uh, I would, 110%. I know that that is a different kind of challenge. You know, mm-hmm. and you got to play it differently. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, I am I'm looking to go uh, Discovery, Metaflower. You go 21? Let me know. I want my 21. I want, you know... All this stuff, I have unfinished business, please uh, let me know. Just give me a different partner. Just give you a different partner. <laughs> now, this is what I was going to say, and, and I've been dreaming and thinking about this. <clears throat> Last one standing, I, they're going to do it again. It's a moneymaker. Uh, I'm sure they're going to do it again. 100%. But they're going to have to twist it and turn it. Wouldn't it be interesting to have someone like you on last one standing because you kind of deserve it because he's your first partner. So someone who hasn't really proven themselves yet and just throw you in there and then have someone who's maybe um, not so great of a fan favorite, maybe someone who almost everyone dislikes, but they want to be on naked and afraid so bad. (laughs) And right. I'm hoping the person I'm talking about is actually going to be on the show next week. I think that would be so interesting. When you're putting a cast together, that's what they get paid for. These people are are geniuses about pairing people and putting them together. I really do think that you definitely need to do a 21, but I think it would be interesting to put someone on there and I could ha- you could have that announcer man saying, you know, Mike had a horrible partner the first time and made a pact, and let's see how he does this time. Dealing with that dramaticness, this one should be an easy-peasy one for him. I mean, I could literally see... The announcer guy doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. But odds of them them putting you on there without a twenty one. So you're saying no. you haven't done a twenty one yet? I have not done a twenty one yet. I am waiting patiently. I've tried to contact tons and tons and tons of people. Uh, well, you so- said you were going to take me out, and that didn't happen. So I can tell y'all for sure, me and Mike did not go out on a challenge. We did not, which I would take you as my partner. I mean, oh, you keep saying again, that. You keep Discovery saying that. Renegade, if you're hearing this, let's make this happen. Uh, me and you? you I, would you let you do all the work and let me just sit there? <laughs> I would give you back massages. Would that work? I mean, I'd take that. I mean, if yeah, you back massages. Oh, you've gone out and cut all the wood. Back massage time. Yeah. Well, I had to wait like 10 days to start cuddling on the on my challenge. If you give me cuddles on the first day, we're good. Shoot, we're cuddling as soon as I freaking see you. I'll be like, oh! Woo! Yeah, and I'm not kidding. And you look yeah. so, you look really good. You look really healthy. It's because the insurity of things, you know, you're not guaranteed to go and catch anything on these challenges. So you have to be able to either deal with the hunger pains or mm-hmm. have enough fat on your body. So mm-hmm. find your medium. You know, is it smart to bulk up? Yes. I feel it is. When you say bulk, but do you mean bulk muscle or bulk fat? No, no. I feel fat. fat. To be honest, okay. I feel fat. You know, if you, 
already have a good uh, habit of movement, mm-hmm. I think you're okay on the muscle. Yeah. So if I'm supposed to get fat before I go on a challenge with you, are you still going to want to cuddle? Absolutely. All it's right. That's all I need. You didn't know. <laughs> I'm about to really switch this up really hard. Are you ready? Have you ever lost an animal or a dog or a cat? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I think Sarah's probably lost. I mean, she she makes posts about losing animals, and Mm -hmm. she's really moved by it. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people don't know this, but in one year, I lost my mom, my brother, my aunt, and my dog, all within like eight months. $100,000, someone doing you wrong is not worth losing a friend Mm-mm. no i mean i told you i was gonna bring it hard if you can cry over a dog or a goat or a donkey or whatever yeah. think about if it was one of your castmates and, and you said it, it's not just your castmate the whole tribe yeah, absolutely i mean we've we've been hit with one already you know, mm-hmm. a couple here and yes. there, and mm-hmm. it, it, it affects, you know, the people, whether they were directly connected to her or part of it, you know, it mm-hmm. is, it's a loss of somebody, it's, it's yes. a family member, an animal, something. So yes, it does hurt, you know, but again, these competitions going into it, it is called last one standing. And I guess you really have to be, you know, for me, when I lost that bird, I was like, oh, that's what you get for being compassionate, compassionate, mm-hmm. compassionate, you know, like, that's how I felt in that moment. But my mentality would definitely have to change doing one of these yeah. challenges. You know, yes. it's just too, too different. And would I be prepared to lose a friend over it? No. I mean, I, I think that's, that's asinine. I mean, maybe talk to the person and say, Hey, look, this is a competition. Like we can't take offense to anything that's going to happen from here on out. Like it's the game. It's not personal. You know, maybe they should have had that talk. Yeah, you know, and maybe they st- and it's never too late to have that talk. No, no, it's and never too late. Things got a little dicey online, mm-hmm. you know, it social media been. and stuff, and with some of the cast and going back and forth, and it's sad to see because this is the image that's being put out about mm-hmm. this, and they're allowing it to happen. And guys, just be friends. So what? Yeah. You lost, you know. Like it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and I I said, I don't share that story a lot, but I want people to know life is short. It's not, it's not worth it. I love everybody. You could do me wrong one day and I'm still going to try to help you up the next. I mean, but that makes you stronger as a person though, because of everything that you went through, Mm -hmm. you know, so like, it's not, it's not for nothing, but unfortunately you were put in that situation with no control. Yeah. Whereas over here with the losing of a friend over a hundred thousand dollars, you have a little bit more of control. Yes. A little bit of a decision, you know, and like, so what road are you going to take? Yeah. That's what you got to ask yourself. Yeah. You know? What but road and, oh, and we're all going to get to the end of the road one day. So mm-hmm. just remember that. And I want to mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on the show. We're not going to end it on a sad note. We're no, going to end it on no. a good note. Please campaign for, you know, yeah. sexy Mike. Yes. To get back on the show, he needs his twenty-one, and yeah. I just there's I know there's a lot of people already campaigning for you. I know you see it, mm-hmm. right? He's not oh, a I big mean, Instagram person, but you're gonna start. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had like I was telling you before, I've lost a couple of phones now that I work on the water every single day, so they do get wet, and I have been racking my mind over this company and just getting it started because it's not just 
my mine. I have two other partners, and so mm-hmm. I got to worry about them as well. And mm-hmm. um, things are finally going well. So now I can kind of start to take a breath and. You know, fortunately, but unfortunately, everything literally happened at one time. Like I started the business, I had the episode air, you know, I was being pulled in all these different directions and uh, my time was very screwed up. I know it was, but you look so good. I don't, I don't know about the beard before. I thought you looked sexy before with the beard, but I don't know. I'm really digging this. You like this one? I really, you need to go and take some pictures and post it on on Instagram, <laughs> tell them that you know you're changing your whole look just to be back on naked in a ray because you look dang good and you, you look hot, healthy and happy. Are thank you still you. single? Uh, I am still single. <gasps> I am See on the ladies. market. <laughs> What'd you say? I am on the market. So he, oh, he's on the market. He's 38. And he's a badass, and he's going to prove it again on Naked Afraid. Thank you so much for coming on, Mike. You have a good one, okay? Anytime. I hope to see you again sometime soon. Not naked. Not naked, but you'll see me. (laughs) Make sure y'all like, follow, and subscribe. Peace out. Peace. Have a good day, guys. I want to read to you one of my comments that I got on your episode. Are you ready? My comment was, your hormones are overriding your brains. It's yucky. (laughs) That was a comment that I got on our first podcast. It's yucky. Did you write that or was that a complete stranger? Did I write that? (laughs) Do you have any ex-girlfriends named Christy? Because the name is Christy. Do you have any ex-girlfriends named Christy? Oh my uh, God! You're thinking so hard. Oh, <laughs> you are such a dog. Oh, uh, and that's why I like you. Yeah, no. <laughs> and but this was my response no, Christy. to Christy. I told Christy at first I had the same thoughts, but my inner Blanche Devereaux spoke up and said, "Flirting with young, cute guys is natural, darling. <laughs> Grown woman goals." So that's how I responded to her. It's a beautiful response, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Nothing wrong with flirting and having fun, right? No, man, it's living. That's you being you. Saint and sinner. Have fun. Plus, you're beautiful. You're my babe. So, I mean, you know. Okay. See, that's why I love you. You know how to make a woman feel good. Y'all, you'll have to put them back on the show. Again, thank you for being on, and we're going to let you go because I know you have a busy day.